Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm Five, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So Kevin, there's a lot of debate on today's topic, uh, but I want to make sure we start off by ELI-5ing what GMO crops and what GMO food is so that we're all on the same page. Right, good call. So GMO stands for Genetically Modified Organism, and it's simply an organism whose genetic material has been altered using some type of genetic engineering techniques. Now, organisms that have been genetically modified include everything from microorganisms, you know, all the small things like bacteria and yeast, and go all the way up to insects, plants, fish, and even mammals. GMOs are the source of genetically modified foods, and are also widely used in scientific research and to produce other goods other than food. So how about mating two different species of animals? Is that considered GMO? Good question. Now, the exact definition of a genetically modified organism and what constitutes genetic engineering kind of varies because it's a gray area. And as you point out, at its broadest definition, GMO can include anything that has had its genes altered, including by nature. But the most common line is where an organism is altered in a way that, quote-unquote, does not occur naturally by mating and or natural recombination. Why do we do this? Why bother with GMO in the first place? What are the advantages? There are a lot of advantages. Uh, Let's just take the GMO application to crops used in farming. So these genetically modified crops can be created to be resistant to disease. Uh, They can be created to be resistant to pests, even eliminating the need for things like pesticides. Uh, These GMO crops can be created to be grown in more varied climates and locations, and also um, created to bear larger and more nutritious fruit, and so on. That all sounds good. Um, So what is the flip side then? What are the disadvantages, especially since a lot of people have hesitations when it comes to GMO and genetically modified foods? Yeah, yeah. The scientific consensus is that GMOs are safe. But yes, there are some arguments against. The first one is lack of biodiversity. Basically, while the advantages I just listed are very beneficial, Full reliance on only one crop can be very dangerous. You know, we used to have hundreds of species of corn, for example. Now we're only down to like maybe a dozen. And the right strain of a virus or other pest could really decimate crops, like the potato famine in Ireland. And if only one crop, you know, if one crop does grow so much better, of course more farmers would use it, meaning just even less biodiversity. I see. That's a good one, and it has nothing to do with health issues at all. Uh, What else? Well, many of the major concerns with GMO are not just about whether or not they're healthy. They are about other things that make GMOs. For example, you can make herbicide-resistant GMOs to increase your crop yield, and then bomb the crops with said herbicide. The good here is that the amount of plants harvested increases, The bad thing is that any animals that decides to eat those crops without properly getting rid of their herbicides can end up with these herbicides in their system, which may be toxic. Mm. Also, because GMOs can be designed to be herbicide resistant and can be designed to grow faster, they can become more invasive and hard to get rid of. 
And because so much more herbicide tends to be used on these crops, it could lead to the emergence of even a herbicide-resistant weed via natural selection. So is all of this new? Haven't we, as human beings, always been genetically selecting and selectively breeding since the earliest days? Well, humans have domesticated plants and animals since around 12,000 BCE. Using selective breeding or artificial selection is a precursor to the modern concept of genetic modification. So yes, it has been used for a while. Mm, so what would be considered modern genetic modification? Uh, various advancements in genetics have really allowed humans to directly alter the DNA and therefore genes of organisms. You know, in, in uh, 1972, Paul Berg created the first recombinant DNA molecule when he combined DNA from a monkey virus with that of the Lambda virus. Hmm, maybe we should ELI5 recombinant DNA just quickly uh, before we end with a helpful anecdote. Sure, sure. Recombinant DNA, or rDNA, molecules are DNA molecules formed by laboratory methods of genetic recombination, such, such as molecular cloning, that bring together genetic material from multiple sources, creating these sequences that basically would not otherwise be found in the genome or in nature. Interesting. So to end with, we should talk about Norman Borlaug. Uh, because stepping back, these techniques that we've been talking about have had a huge impact on humanity in general, haven't they? Totally, totally. Norman Borlaug, an American agronomist, is called the father of the Green Revolution and bred a high-yield and disease-resistant dwarf wheat. Uh, this dwarf wheat helped many countries to battle mass starvation. He won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1970 and his area of work has been making a larger food supply for the world. He did this by making smaller wheat plants that were also less likely to get diseases. He does sound like an amazing guy who had a big impact. Indeed, indeed, an amazing man who changed the world. At a time when, you know, doomsayers were hopping around saying everyone's gonna starve, Norman was working. He moved to Mexico and lived among the people there until he figured out how to improve the output of the farmers. So that, you know, saved a million lives or more. He also packed up his family and moved to India, where in spite of a war with Pakistan, he managed to introduce new wheat strains that quadrupled their food output. So that saved like another million or, or more. And finally, he did the same thing with a new rice in China. When he won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1970, they said he had probably saved a billion people. You know, that's, that's a billion with a B. Wow, what a great note to end on. Did you learn something new today? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. And as always, thank you to the wonderful community at r slash explain like I'm five. We will see you all next week.